y'all. It's your girl Samantha, and this is my podcast, Natural Lies. So today is Monday, October the third, and I told y'all I was gonna be rolling these podcasts out back to back to back to back to back to back because I know God had just had me in a busy season, and so I told y'all if y'all want some podcasts, y'all was gonna have to get it. How it was being given, okay? And so right now I'm cooking my kids some dinner. Uh, and so y'all gonna hear a few little clips and clamps in the background. That's me cooking, okay? I'm cooking me some chicken and rice casserole with some um, broccoli in it. And baby, it's gonna be busted because the rice is already hitting, okay? But I did want to get up here and have some girl time. Get up here and talk about some stuff. And just see how you are progressing on your 14-day challenge. I know I just dropped the podcast today um, that I had pre-recorded for the 14 days challenge, but um, I just pray that in these 14 days that God reveals to you what he's trying to do with you in this season, but also reveals to you who he's called and created you to be. And so I just came off of a fast with my church. We just ended it, well, today. <laughs> it was over today, okay? And so I was fasting social media. I wasn't um, I wasn't doing any social media and stuff, which I explained in my last 14-day, in the, in the last podcast, which is the 14-day challenge. Um, but it ended today, and I just wanted to touch bases with the revelation that God had gave me while I was doing this fast. So on this fast, let me, I'm trying to open up this broccoli. On this fast, I was just praying for God to give me what he needed me to know in this season. Because, you know, sometimes we just go to God like, I need this guy. Like, I'm fasting for this or I'm fasting for that. You know, for clarity or for whatever, whatever it is, you know, you fasting for, which is cool or whatever. But sometimes I just be feeling like, sometimes we forget that God has needs and wants and you know things that he cares about as well so I was like this fast guy I just need to know like what do you need from me in this season like am I missing something like what is it you need to reveal to me that I don't see or that I don't know or that I need to still be working on and y'all it was like I'm glad you asked me that question because now that I have your ear Let's go because I got a list of things. And I say that because I want you to know that it's called Progression Not Perfection. And that's actually what I would title my Bible study group. I teach on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. Um, is, it's called Progression Not Perfection because we get so caught up in trying to get it right, right? That we miss out on the progress that we've already made. It'd be like, girl, like, like during the fast, God was telling me, like, I know, you know, we have been working on this and working on that and you're not completely done with it. It's some, it's some more steps to this. And I'm happy that, you know, you've asked me what you need in this season from me, uh, what I need from you in this season or whatever. And, um, I need to reveal to you that the thing you've been working on, you have been making progress because it's called progression, not perfection. But I also need you to know that, um, we're not done with that yet. Like we're not done with it because it's still a it's still a struggle area for you, but it's not as bad as it used to be because
because when I first found you, like, girl, you were a mess. But, like, now you've progressed in so much. You've progressed in so many ways. But I want you to know, like, it's still an issue for you. So I say that because we get so caught up on trying to be perfect that we don't really see the progress that's being made. But we also come to a point where we feel like, oh, that doesn't bother me the same way anymore. So I must be healed from it, you know, kind of thing. And so y'all gonna hear my kids because they running in and out. Um, but what? He what? No, they not need to go to the neighbor's house. No. Okay. Um, it goes to we start feeling like um, I lost my train of thought. We start feeling like, oh, we feel from certain things. Like, we'd be like, oh, well, I don't get flared up when such and such says this anymore, so I'm healed from it. I don't have to, you know, I'm, I'm done with that or whatever the case may be. And God be like, no, that that's not how that works. Like, I understand that it don't bother you like that no more, but there's still some more to it. And we feel like just because we touched the surface or because we got rid of the trigger that we have completely healed from it. And God is like, there's still more work to be done. And so that's what I was just praying for from God. Like, God, what else is it? What? Well, go and get them. What is it that you need from me in this season that I need revealed to me that I still got some work to do and so lord asher you are driving me insane hold on y'all just be kidding okay but um so i was just asking god to give me some clarity give me some clarity on what it is he needed from me in this season because i want to be healing from the things that I need to heal from. Like, I'm not just trying to touch the surface or like scratch the surface. I'm actually trying to get to the healing, okay? Because if scratching the surface feel like this, like meaning like, <laughs> y'all, I love it because some stuff, some stuff that used to ready, like have me ready to dust your boots for. Man, that stuff don't even be bothering me no more. And I just be so in love with it because it's like, dang, like, thank you, God. Like, thank you. Like, I didn't ever think I was going to be able to, like, not be able to react such a way or whatever the case may be, right? And if this is what it feels like to scratch the surface, I'm trying to truly experience true and divine healing. So... I was just asking God, and y'all, since we, y'all know we keep it hot, humble, open, and transparent on this TikTok, not TikTok. Look at me talking about TikTok, because y'all, I do my TikTok, y'all know I be TikToking, but y'all know we keep it hot uh, on this podcast, too. Um, I'm crying, but um, which is humble, open, and transparent, which is hot, okay? And so, the thing that God revealed to me was, he was just telling me, he was like, you got to get out of the... Um, the thing that you do with your ex, <laughs> so I, I'll tell y'all a little bit about this. Um, because again, I, you got to be comfortable telling the rawest parts of you when you're on this walk with Christ, because if not, people are not going to genuinely be able to help you where you struggle at, because 
if if we all just pretending things don't exist or we all just playing oblivious or like, oh, I'm not going to leave that part out. I'm going to leave this part out. That could be the very thing that sets you free. You know what I'm saying? Like by telling somebody, hey, I struggle with this or I struggle with that. Somebody might be able to actually say, hey, I used to struggle with that. Let me help you with that a little bit. And so I say all that to say, um, my ex, me and my ex are really good friends. And, um, been friends. We were friends 10 years before we even dated. And he just really helped me not even just get through the stuff that I was going through with the kid's dad. We were friends way before that. Literally, when I had my first kid, we were friends before I even moved out of my parents' house. And I love that so much because he truly knows me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows the authentic me before, like, the trauma with the kid's dad, before, you know, like, adulthood, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he understands my true struggles that I was having from childhood and stuff like that because, you know, we were good friends back in the day. And so, anyway, when we dated... It was really good. It was nice. But then I talk, I tell y'all a little bit um, on my Daniel's Fast podcast talk, how the Holy Spirit had told me he wasn't my husband and how, you know, he did have a husband for me, but um, and he gave me some characteristics and stuff like that, which I go in depth in on the Daniel's Fast podcast talk. So if you really want to know more in depth, go and um, listen to that. But me and him, we still hang out. We still kick it. If I need him to watch the kids, he will watch the kids for me. And it's because he genuinely wants to see me win. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, he, there's no gimmicks, no catches, no, you have to do this or do that. Literally nothing. Like, literally will do anything for me. And I appreciate it so much. But on the fast, God was like, you got to get rid of this because, and not get rid of our friendship, but get rid of what y'all do. And I say that because he and I are good friends. So I confide in him in a, a lot, you know, like, which is no problem. But I also like, sometimes we even spend a night together. Like, I'll be like, I ain't got nothing to do. You ain't got nothing to do. We might as well just spend a night together. And see, the thing about it is with him is our friendship's so dope that he, and, and I think that was one of the reasons why I had a hard time understanding. I didn't have a hard time accepting, but under, understanding why God was saying it wasn't him, you know, like why he wasn't my husband and stuff like this, because he was really the first genuine guy, like that you feel like you, for one, that I could really be myself around. I talked about God all the time when I was with him. He supported my walk with Christ, like all kind of stuff. And then too, like, I just got to authentically be myself, but you know, and I just had a hard time understanding like God, why is not him? Like why, 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 why not him? <laughs> and so, um, but I didn't have a hard time accepting it because I knew on that Daniel's fast that I had been praying for God to reveal to me, you know, about the relationship that I was in. And so, um, I could be mad because God chose to answer. Sorry, y'all. Look, go on. Get off my alarm. Bye. Sorry, y'all. I'm getting on my ear. My kids, but I told you, y'all, got to get this podcast while it's hot, okay? Because I'm in the kitchen. So, um, 
I just was have I didn't have a hard time with accepting it because I knew it was something I had been praying for and God had given me an answer. So I was like, no, I'm thankful that God even gave me the bus down. So, but on this fast, God was like, um, so it goes back to when I was saying we would stay together and stuff and we won't do nothing. We would just spend a night together because kids love him. Like, you know, the kids, like even my oldest, like they, they just click and stuff like that. But the kids do know like we're friends and stuff like that. But anyway, like, you know, like, we would kick, chill and stuff. And that's the thing I loved about him was he didn't need me for sex. He didn't need me to do none of that. Like, he could lay in the bed beside me and not even touch me. Like, stuff like that. You know, like, and I was having a really hard time in the beginning. This is where I was going back while I go before I got distracted. It was because I was just like, God, like, he's so respectful and he's so this and he's so that. Why, why is it not him? Like, I ain't never even met somebody who would be okay with me saying, hey, I'm I'm not wanting to have sex or whatever the case may be, but could you spend a night? Man, boys don't be going for that. Y'all know that. So I'm like, God, like, why is it not him? But I was just so happy that he gave me clarity during that fast. But back to this fast where God was just like, you have to let go of what you're doing with him because, and, and I got revelation because I don't, I'm, I'm waiting for my husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm waiting for my kingdom spouse and it's things that can be relationships that can be in the way of God sending you the thing that you're praying for because in his eyes, it doesn't look like I'm ready. You know, like I'm not ready and I know it's innocent, but God is like, if I told you that's not your husband, then you like, I get that that's your friend and all these things, but you can't be doing that because you that stuff just exposes you to other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless if we want to choose to admit it or not, I could be like, well, I don't sleep with him or I don't do this or I don't do that. You you, you remember what it was like and you remember, like, what occurred when y'all did date and all these things. And God is like, it might not be like that this go round, but it can very well cause you to start walking back into the things that I've called you out of. And... I say that too because like even like smoking weed like I would love to smoke weed with him like I love smoking weed with him because we would just have these deep talks and God is like you have to you have to let go of what y'all do like this this hanging like not even just the hanging out but the 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 more so like intimate part of it I'm not saying y'all can't be friends but you gotta kill that other stuff and. I was just like, dang God, I didn't, like, I was just so happy that he told me on the fast, like, literally gave it to me on the last day, like, he always does, he gives it to me every time on the last day, and I feel like God be giving me stuff on the last day, because he don't want to be telling me stuff too taunting, <laughs> he don't want to tell me stuff too heavy and stuff, like, early on, because he'd be like, I'm gonna just say the heavy stuff for the end, because I need her to be all in, so, literally gave me revelation on Sunday, when I was driving home from his house, Cause we went to dinner, we had went to dinner and then we went to see his dad and stuff and even stuff like that. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Even stuff like that. The Holy Spirit was like, like, this looks like y'all date. Like, and I understand that you don't date. I know, I know that you don't date, but this is all, this is like, it's just pre-exposing you. Like all this stuff is it all ties into one another and i need you to dead that no more spending the night no more doing none of that kind of stuff because 
I'm trying to advance you in the kingdom, but this here is going to cause you to keep going, going to go backwards. And I say that because, like I said, laying in the bed with somebody who, for one, I done already had sex with, yeah, it might not be, I might not be turned on today, or I might not be into interested in having sex today, but I'm pretty sure I know me. Like, I know how bad I used to struggle with sex and stuff. That stuff, it's only a matter of time before that stuff start rolling back around. And I know how bad and how much work I did to get out of that kind of stuff. Like, literally, like, yo, sometimes I was just crying because I was so freaking lonely. Like, just, you know? And I, I'm just so thankful to be out of that that I don't even want to go back to that stuff. So if it's things that God is like, can't go because it pre-exposes me to other struggles that I had, I'm with that because I know how bad I dealt with sex. And God is like, you got to dead this because if not, it's just going to keep opening doors that you don't even know is going to be open for you. And I don't want that for you. So you asked me what I needed for you in this season, from you in this season. And that's one of those things. That's one of the things that I need from you in this season is to let go of that. And then also, I'm trying to take my food. God was telling me on the fast, like, other stuff, like, he reminded me that I need to be finding a church home. Because I go to church online for my church in Tulsa. But, and I knew it was nothing but God because the pastor preached about it on Sunday again. And God had told me early in the year, in the year which I did do, he had said he needed me to find a, a church home. So that my, ch my children could be fed spiritually. And also, so that I could have local people like you know that's seeing for, checking for me and stuff and like you know that I could call on could go and you know talk to in person and all these things and stuff and actually build a relationship with and um just saying like you know you can always always watch transformation church y'all better get ready to come in you can always watch go clean the toys up clean close the garage you can always watch um, close the door and go help clean up thank you that mason will try to get out of anything um, you can still watch TC Nation because, you know, they show rebroadcasting on YouTube and stuff like that. But I do need you to be in the church. I did start looking. I did find a church. And it was okay. It was cool and whatever. But I just felt like I was a little bit of that number. Like, I didn't feel like the pastor was going to ever probably know my name. Like, yeah, they knew my name because I got baptized there. But as far as that goes, I was really a guest when I was going there when they baptized me. But, um... I just, I don't know. Like, I just was like, I don't want to be a number. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that I got to be in the pool pit. That's not what I'm saying. But I just want to ensure that it's somewhere I can grow and that my children can grow. But anyway, so on Sunday, my pastor was like, some of y'all need to be, the Holy Spirit been telling y'all to get in the church and stuff like this. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's God just telling me, like, in this season, I need to get in the church. I need it. this, him reminding me. And I always tell y'all, because some of y'all probably would think, oh, that's just coincidental, girl. No, if you don't pay attention to the signs, you will miss them. Because sometimes it just be mad small. Because God ain't going to blow you with a $10,000 check every time he needs you to get something. No, it's going to be mad small. And you can always tell. You can always tell. Don't come in here being loud because I'm doing this. Go on upstairs. You can always tell um, who is... It's okay. You hit your head. You can always tell who are um, 
Always. Not saying chasing God, but kind of your chicken nuggets on the table. Um, not always chasing God, but chasing God because go and look. Because um, they'll always be paying attention to the signs. So that wouldn't come as something small to me. You already ate them? Then that's all, buddy. You got to wait till I'm done cooking. Go upstairs. Mason, what is the problem? Uh, Say that because I'm always chasing God, okay? Like, I'm like, God, I need you today, tomorrow, last night, every day, okay? And so, you have to pay attention to the small signs. So, when he was talking about, go ahead, you don't, you need to talk to somebody, it's cold. When he was talking about the church, I was like, gosh, that's God reminding me, like, I need to be finding a church home, so that's how I'm about to do this. And... Um, so yeah, I was just so happy just to know like some of the things that God had revealed to me. Like he definitely showed me, um, he did show me that I have learned self-control because the kids dad tried me <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't ruffle me the, the way it used to. And I know that because I see myself growing in that situation as well, that I have really, God has really, it ain't even, I ain't even gonna say me. God has really done some progress in that area of my life. And I love it so much for me because those are not my battles anymore. Like, those are God's battle. Like, I know I'm saying it like that, but y'all, I'm being so serious. Like, that don't got nothing to do with me. What that man be having going on with his anger, <laughs> When it comes to me, it don't got nothing to do with me. And I say that because I was just so happy, like, to know, like, I wasn't moved by none of that. And I love that so much for me. So Listen, so much. And so, God definitely showed me that. He didn't just show me things, like, bad. Like, I don't even want to say bad because it's not even bad. It's just, it's just criticism. Like, you need to be working on this in this season. You need to be working on that. Because, see, when God needs you to start working on stuff and you don't be working on it, you be holding yourself up. You be like, why God is not advancing me in this season of my life? Why is he not advancing me? He's like, because you didn't do the necessary work that was required for me to advance you. I told you what you needed from me. And I, I told you what I needed from you. And I told you this and I told you that. But if you don't do the, make the commitment to do the work, then it's not me, sugar, it's you. And so it's some areas in our life where we're not advancing because we haven't asked God, like, what do you need from me in this category? Or... If he has already told you, you feeling like, oh, it could just wait, it could just wait, it could just wait, or God might change his mind, or God might forget about it. No. So you have to go back and ask God, like, God, what is it that I'm not, that that I need to do in this season? Because I know that it's, it's a dual relationship. It takes both you and I. Like, we both have to do what we have to do in order for this thing to work. So what is it that you need from me? And listen, the, the best thing about it is, the best thing I love about being in Christ is that you can ask God, sure. You know, black folk, I love my peoples. I do. Black folk told us for years we couldn't question God. Man, they told us we couldn't question God. We couldn't ask this. We couldn't ask that. And I'm like, dang, we can't do nothing. Because how are we going to know what's going on if we can't ask God? I'm here to tell you that is a lot. And I love it so much because, man, I'm always asking God, like, God, what, what, well, what's this or what's that? And it's because if you don't have that communication with God, 
your children ask you questions all the time. And yeah, there are some things where you like, I don't have to explain that, which I tell y'all all the time that sometimes when God says no, not even sometimes that when God says no, you don't have to know why he said no. Right. But what I'm telling you is, and when I say you don't have to, you don't have to know why, what I'm saying is, let's say God say, uh, like, for instance, how he called me out of that relationship. He was like, I asked him for clarity, which was God. Um, I need some clarity on this relationship. God sent a lady to prophesy over my life and said, he was not my husband. I didn't have to say, God, why? Why is he not my husband? I need to know why. No, I got a chance to ask God for clarity in that relationship when I was fasting by saying, God, I need some answers with this relationship. And he gave it to me by sending a lady to tell me that the signs I was paying attention to that was he was giving me was him and not just me. Because at first I was having a hard time discerning if it was God or if it was me. And that's going to happen when you grow in Christ. And that's why God wants you to be okay with asking him for clarity and asking him to send you another sign. Because when you first in, <laughs> not even like, when you're on your journey with Christ, you're not going to always get stuff right. And God, like, I see her trying so I know she need another sign. So I'm going to send her another sign. You can ask God for clarity. So when I was asking him for clarity on the relationship, that's me asking God. God saying, hey, he's not your husband. That was the answer. I don't have to know why the answer was the answer. But you can definitely ask God for clarity for, um, for him to give you an answer. Because the answer was no. But we have been so accustomed and so taught. And so brainwashed into believing we can't ask God for nothing. And some of y'all, I ain't even going to say some of y'all. I, I say some of y'all because I'm not that girl no more, but I used to be. Some of us would never even ask God for clarity in that category of our life because we don't even, like, for one, some people don't want to know the answer, okay? Some people don't want to know the answer. But also, some people... Just think like, oh, they just, they, they not supposed to question God. Like, and I'm just here to change that because some people are literally staying in season after season after season after season. Because they don't know what it is in this season that they're supposed to be doing. But they don't know because they ain't asked God. And maybe they didn't know they could ask God. So that's why I always tell people all the time, you can ask God. Go and ask them. The person not asking, that's the silly one. Because why would you run around with your head cut off, work, running in circles, feeling like, oh, I don't know if this is for me or this is not for me or whatever the case may be. And you have the, you have the option to ask God. You get to say, hey, God, is this something I'm supposed to be doing? Is this a part of your will for my life? You got you you have the opportunity to ask God. It's not like you can't. So if you got some, that was my journey. If you got some things in your life that you need if you got some things in your life that you need some clarity on, or you feeling like you ain't advancing in a season of your life where you feel like you should be, or you be keep repeating the same cycles over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again, just ask God. Say, God, what is what am I missing? What am I not getting? And see what you do with it. But 
to not act is silly. Because now you're just out here wasting time. Like, now you're out here playing. Because I'm not about to be just sitting here trying to figure things out for myself. Because that's one thing. When you don't have God in your life, you literally working harder and not smarter. Working your butt off. Because God will literally pave the way for you if you ask him if you in the will. If you in, if you outside of his will or if you in his will. He, he gonna give it to you, sure. But we don't be wanting no, because for one, we be sitting here enjoying what we doing. We having a good time. And for two, sometimes honestly, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna care. The truth hurt a little bit. The truth hurt a little bit. You be scared to know what the answer gonna be. So trust me, I know. Cause some of the stuff I'm like, dang, I'm kind of, kind of like, dang, should I have asked that? You know, cause you know, took my man. <laughs> I'm crying, but I, it don't really be bothering me that bad because it be like, yo, I'm just trying to get what guy is calling me to be, because. He done gave me a taste, and if this is what the taste is like, baby, I'm trying to be all in, okay? So, sometimes I, don't, I do be like, dang, that was heavy, but I don't even wrestle with it because it'd be like, I would rather do that than to be sitting out here knowing I can ask God for clarity, but because I choose to not want to know the answer or because I choose to Want to try to go around it another way? I'm not going to ask God. No, ma'am. <laughs> Them days of running around like a chicken with my head cut off? No, ma'am. I'm done with that, okay? Because I need to be able to discern what's going on in the seasons of my life. I'm not trying to be out here just doing pointless stuff. Like, I just, I, I'm not one of them people, okay? Especially now that I got God in my life, baby. I'm, I'm trying to be where God has called me to be, so... Definitely that. So, if you are having that area in your life where you don't know what God is needed from you in the season, I want to encourage you. You don't even got to do a damn fast. Do some form of a fast. And when you fast, that's just that intimate time with you and God. Like, y'all literally just following up on what's going on in this season. And you have to make prayer and fasting something you do regularly. Because if not, you will... Start staying in season after season after season after season again because you're missing what God is needing you to get and how you find out what it is you are missing. You have to go and have that intimate time with God and do that prayer and fasting where you're able to actually digest and understand what it is that he's needing you to get because we can pray. Yeah, we can pray and that's good. You should pray every day. You should pray multiple times. You should do all that. That's good. But at the same time, fasting is like you are making that commitment to say, I'm literally depriving my flesh of this or that so that I can seek you diligently and so that we can we can have our intimate time where we're just alone and it's just you and I, no distractions. It's just like a relationship. You know how you be like, uh-uh, I'm about to put my phone on, do not disturb because I don't want nobody calling me up with my man. We bonding, we doing this, we on vacation or whatever the case may be. God is like, let's go on vacation, just me and you. It's the same thing. And it's because in those moments, y'all are getting to learn each other even more. But you're also getting to um, follow up and discuss what's going on in this season. Because things change. And God's like, if you don't follow up with me, the season could have been unchanged two times ago. But because you ain't came and asked me nothing or we had our time. You still thinking we in the same season and the season done changed two times. So that's why prayer and fasting, 
fasting is a routine for me because I'm not trying to be in a season that has already ended. <laughs> I'm trying to be on board with God. So I need to ensure that my pinpoint is where God's pinpoint is. And the only way to truly and divinely get that is like prayer and fasting. So I want to encourage you to do prayer and fasting. And I also want to um, allow y'all to tap in on what I'm doing. I have been reading this book called um, The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. So um, it was a girl, my Bible study group, and I met her on TikTok and I invited her to Bible study and she was reading a book. She actually was reading the book um, with her Bible study group that she attends. She attends a church in person. And so um, she had, e not email me, she had texted me one day when I was at work and I'm trying to find the text message for y'all real quick. And she was like, um, hey, I went to Bible study last night, and um, she was reading, they're reading this book called The Circle Maker, and she said, um, hi, gorgeous, I went to a Bible study, I went to Bible study last night, and this is the lesson they are teaching. I bought the book and the participation guide. In this book, this, in this book, this page I sent when I read it, you were placed on my heart because God is going to give you every square inch of land you set your foot on just as he promised to Moses. He is going to bless you with the space for your practice to expand. I hope this inspires you to for your to start your prayer circle for your practice. Love you, beautiful. I'm going to pull up the um, page that she was talking about, right? So she said the page that it was, hold on. I got to search it because. It says, one day I was dreaming about the church that God wanted to establish on Capitol Hill. I felt prompted by the Holy Spirit to do a prayer walk. I would often pray, pace and pray in the spare bedroom of our home that doubled as the church office, but this prompting was different. I was reading through a book of through the book of Joshua at the time, and one of the promises jumped off the page and into my spirit. I'm giving you every square inch of the of the land that you set your foot on, just as I promised Moses. As I read the promise given to Joshua, I felt that God wanted me to stake claim to the land he called to us and to pray a perimeter all the way around Capitol Hill. I had a honey-like confidence that just as this promise had been transferred from Moses to Joshua, God would transfer the promise to me if I had enough faith to circle it. Y'all, that was the page she sent me that she said God put on, that the Holy Spirit put on her heart for her to send to me. So in the book you can read the book but in the book he's trying to buy this church that is on capitol hill in washington dc so if you know so crazy because I'm, I'm getting chills but i got chills when i was at work when she sent it to me and i actually got emotional and started crying because he's talking about capitol hill which is the address for where the church is at y'all capitol hill could be spelled c-a-p-i-t-o-l or c-a-p-i-t-a-l so i'm telling her like, wow, I know this is nothing but God because y'all, I told her, I said, I'm about to really blow your mind because it blew my mind. Like, when he was talking about Capitol Hill, y'all, man, God's so good, yo. Like, I'm telling you, God is so good. Like, y'all, when he was saying how... God was how he was praying the perimeter around Capitol Hill. Man, y'all, I sent the girl my license. No lie, I'm not lying to you. 
I sent the girl my driver's license. I said, I'm about to blow your mind. And I sent her my driver's license, and y'all, no cap. No cap. Like, no, no cap. Okay? Like, on my driver's license, I can't tell you the number because y'all going to be trying to find my, my address. On that, on my license that I sent her was Capitol Hill Road. That is the address that I have, I have always had um, living at my grandparents' house, and it was on my license. And I sent her, because I never got my license changed over when I moved to my own house, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is my address. Like, I always, even like living at my own, my own house, child, <laughs> I get that mail. I get, I, okay, I get, like, some, I get the important, important stuff sent to my parents' house because they ain't gonna never move, and, you know, like, I, and then for two, if the police get to looking for me, baby, they don't need to be coming where I stay at. They need to be going to my parents' house so that my parents can talk, call me and tell me that the cops is looking for me, and so that way I know to be on the lookout, but you can't be coming to my house. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I ain't got to say, I ain't saying I got a cop looking after me because I don't. But what I'm not going to do is be silly, okay? So I say all that to say, y'all, literally, when she said Capitol Hill, when the book said Capitol Hill, I was reading it and I just started crying because I knew it was nothing but God. Like, and I had just been praying for God to give me something that day. And he did at work. And then he sent dad when I was at work. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And literally, no cap, like, the other week, I wrote it down in my prayer journal. Um, I was asleep, and I lie to you not, God told me in a dream. And it's so crazy because y'all, man, y'all got to listen to the podcast. And I don't even, I got to just, y'all, God is just doing so much. I told y'all about how I never really had dreams. I will always have dreams if um, I was only pregnant. I never had dreams. I would only dream if I was pregnant. And then I heard a girl in my Bible study group say that she was having dreams like every night. She would be like, yeah, God shows me things that he wants to do in my life that he's going to do with me. And she was like, and some nights I just have regular dreams. And I remember telling God, I was like, huh? Like, God, I knew you was a good guy, but I didn't know, like, you know, like, when you don't know, you just don't know. Like, you know, you just thought some people got dreams, some people didn't. I didn't know you could ask for them. And... I, when she said that, I was like, oh, no. Like, Shorty's getting a movie at nighttime, and I'm over here just sleep. <laughs> uh-uh, like, no, ma'am. And so I was like, if God did that for her, he'll do it for me. So that same night when I got off the Bible study group, at this time I wasn't teaching a Bible study. I was actually attending. This was a semester before I started teaching. And I was like, well, if God did that for her, he'll do it for me. And I was like, um, I'm about to pray for God to do it. So that night I got out of Bible study, I prayed. And I was like, God, I want you to be able to show me things that you'll do with me in my dreams. And, like, give me visions and stuff like that. And y'all literally, I've been having dreams every night since I started doing the Daniel's fast. Not Okay, let me not say every night, but majority of the nights. Because um, it is some nights where if I go to bed too late, I feel like God don't give me dreams because I need to be properly rested. So, um, I say all of that to say I've had, been having dreams since literally I did a Daniel's fast in January. And so, 
I say all that to say, go back to when I was telling y'all how a few weeks ago, the Holy Spirit told me in a dream. He said, I lied to y'all not. I'm giving you every square inch that you set your foot on, just as I promised Moses. In a dream, y'all, I was asleep. And I was like, oh my gosh. So y'all, it was just so amazing when she sent me that book. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm buying that book. Because I had just been praying to God, like, God, I need a new book to read. I need to find a new book. So I have been reading that book. I'm almost done. I'm a few chapters away from being done. And um, the, the book, the chapters are kind of lengthy, but it's so good. And I want to encourage you to read it. It's called um, Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. And so you can get on Amazon or um, on your phone on the book app. And um, I was reading that. And I even um, shouted him out on Twitter. And I was like, like, just thank you for this book. It was for me. He liked it. And um, I think he retweeted it, but he liked it for sure. And I was just like, dang, like, it's so good. And when I saw that Capitol Hill address, I was like, oh, my gosh. And that's how I knew it was for me. That's what I was going to say. I knew it was for me because in the book, it's spelled C-A-P-I-T-O-L. On my license, it's spelled C-A-P-I-T-O-L. You can spell capital two ways. And it literally is the same as that capital. Like, Man, if you don't pay attention to the sign of God, I'm telling you, you will miss it. And God literally told her, the Holy Spirit told her to text me. And he told her to, and she and she was crying afterwards. She said, I'm bawling my eyes out right now because I was just telling God how sometimes I don't feel like he wants to use me. And she was like, and this is his second time, literally got chills right now, y'all. This is, oh my gosh, like chills. Oh my gosh. Um... This is his second time using me with you. Because she did something for me. Um, the Holy Spirit, she sent me something um, on the Daniel's fast. On the last day of the Daniel's fast when I did it a few months ago. Um, and it was her. And I was just like, dang. And she was just crying. She was like, every time I think God's not using me, he always reminds me that he's using me. And so I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like I was just so freaking, freaking happy. So I say all of that to say that I was on TikTok before the fast and I saw this girl on my for you page and I don't follow her and I, that's how I knew it was for God it was God and it was meant for me to see because she was um holding up the draw the circle the 40-day prayer challenge and draw the circle the journal so Mark Batterson has the book which is the circle maker then he has draw the circle the 40-day prayer challenge and draw the circle and it's a journal basically like how you journal what you learning or what you're doing and what's happening to you on the 40-day prayer challenge. And so I wanted y'all to tap into because I really feel like I'm literally getting chills right now. Like God is about to do some amazing things. And literally we are in the fourth quarter. Like God can do so much in three months. Like today is August the third, I mean October the third. Like God can do so much in so little time. Like y'all, you don't want to miss out. And I want y'all to tap into this 40-day draw the circle challenge, this prayer circle. In this prayer challenge because I want you to read like y'all it's so good I'm on day three I want you to be able to get what the book is telling you and it's not even for you to be expecting something in 40 days it's literally to show you how much your life gonna transform in 40 days for you to keep doing it and it to be like a lifestyle it's not even something that you're gonna stop at day 41 so it's called draw the circle the 40-day prayer challenge by Mark Batterson and then I got draw the circle which is also um, a journal. There is a purple book and it's a blue, I mean, a purple prayer book and it's a brown journal book. And y'all, it's so, man, it's so good. The book is so good for one. If you ain't read the book, the book just ignited me in 
ways I'm not even done, but like the book has just ignited me in ways I I needed. Like I'm literally in the home stretch of something, and God said this is the year of completion, and I know it is because He reminded me through Mason, because Mason turned seven this year, and seven is the year of completion. The number seven in the Bible symbolizes completion. Literally how God, you know, finished the earth in the seventh day he rested, you know. And um, God just kept reminding me this year, like, in this season, I'm doing, I'm completing some things that I had already started. And in this season, we're, we're wrapping up some of the things that we've been working on and some of the things that we've been praying for and all this. And I'm just like, I'm just praying, paying attention to all the signs that God has given me. And so I'm just doing this prayer circle, this 40 day prayer challenge to just ignite me in ways that I don't know. I, I, I can't even really explain. And I don't want you to miss out. I want you to be able to get the same fire in the same wave that God is sending my way. And I want to include you in it. So if there's something you want to do, I can even I'm gonna attach it to the actual um, podcast listing for you to be able to get the books off of Amazon. Um, I am doing it with one of my girls, Dreama, in my Bible study group. But the more the better. And I'm just because I just want to hear the things like the testimonies and the things that God transforms in you in the next 40 days. Like I'm trying to hear it. OK, and I'm just telling you, like. God finna do some dope stuff, like literally hairs, like my, I got chills right now talking to y'all, and I know it because I'm about to go to Tulsa Wednesday, my flight leaves out on Wednesday, we're going to the conference, and man, it's already called Overflow, oh man, a girl in my Bible study group, literally, y'all, the hairs on my arms are standing up, okay, a girl had a prophetic dream about God just literally showering the people that go we overflowed like she told us about it y'all I'm telling you like I know I keep saying hairs on my arms are standing up but like if you ain't never felt the presence of God I I I, I pray you do because if you, if you do and you have you know exactly what I'm talking about and y'all I just know it's gonna be so good like I literally just fasted for seven days to get empty of the worldly things so that God is about to fill me up this week in ways I could have never even done on my own or without him. And so I'm just telling you, like, y'all got to get in this way, get those books, get those prayer circles, start these prayers, because literally God is about to blow our mind. We are in the final stretch, the fourth quarter, literally the end of the year, and God is not even done. Like, God's not even done like some of us have already tapped out and I need you to tap back in whatever it is that you need to revitalize yourself to rejuvenate yourself to kick start back into the game to whatever redeem yourself do it so that you do not miss what's about to partake in the season of your life and so I'm here to just tell you that God is about to finish some of the good works he's already started in you. And I'm just so eager. I can't wait to get up here and chop it up with y'all. Um, I'm actually thinking about taking, I'm thinking about taking my podcast up. And it just came to me. It literally just came to me off the top of my head. I'm thinking about taking my laptop with me and my um mic to Tulsa because I'm staying with two of my Bible study girls, Bible study group girls. Um, 
And I'm thinking we might do a podcast. So I'm thinking so because it's just so good to be able to be around like-minded Christians, like like-minded people who are on their journey with Christ and who are seeking God diligently for the things that, for the relationship, but also for the things that they need from him, but also the things that they are willing to give him in return. And so I'm thinking about doing that because that's going to be some good talks and we have good talks already. So yeah, probably. So I'm going to wrap this podcast up because I got to feed these kids. We got to do homework and I got to finish packing tonight so that I can be ready for Wednesday. But I did want to get up here and chop it up with y'all about the seven days fast and the things that God was doing with me and in me during this season. And just to tell you that it's called progression of perfection, but it's also some things that God still needs you to work on. And as long as you just make the commitment to say, God, like I'm, I'm willing to work on whatever it is you need me to work on because I want to ensure that I'm doing my part efficiently and I'm not being the lack in our relationship because I want to be able to advance to the things you're calling me to calling me to go and do because you didn't have to choose me. You know what I'm saying? You could have chose somebody else. And I want to live out the life you have set for me to live out. And so whatever it takes for me to do so, I'm with all of that. So I'm here to tell you that there are some things in this season that God needs for you. And if you haven't asked God what it is that he needs from you, I want to encourage you to go and ask God. And also tap back in into the 14-day challenge because we are going to be doing that. I'm going to be um, updating you guys on some of the things that I'm working on in this 14-day challenge. And I can't wait to hear your list, what you put on your 14-day challenge list, and what it is that you're going to work on to better yourself over the next course of the 14 days. I love you. Be blessed. And until next time, this is your girl, Samantha, and this is my podcast, Naturalized.